0: Hi, everybody. I'm Sess Busby, editor of Flying Solo. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we step inside the minds and lives of soloists and small business owners. Today's guest is Monica Meldrum, the founder and CEO of organic food brand Whole Kids. Monica and her husband James have grown the startup from a tiny one product operation out of the family home to become the largest range of organic snacks for kids in Australia. It's no mean feat. And with a simple philosophy of unjunking foods and kids' lives, Whole Kids has become a favourite with mums and dads around the country. Monica joins me today to share a little of their journey. Hey Monica, it's so nice to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining me.
1: Hi sis, thanks so much for having me.
0: So I'd like to start with your journey as a business owner. Was it always a plan to go into this healthy eating space or is it something that happened after you had kids?
1: Uh, Actually, it was pre-kids, but there was no plan to go into it. I had a real interest in health and nutrition and it came about as a result of an aid program. I had the opportunity to lead through the Department of Foreign Affairs when I traveled back in early 2000 to a remote village in North Sumatra to deliver aid to children living in poverty. And uh, at the time we went, it really changed my life. It made me question everything. Uh, I arrived in this village and I could see that the children, they really had nothing, yet they were so happy and we had a range of things that we could do that was in keeping with the culture and the community to affect change. And we were all so struck by the children and felt that the best thing we could do was create a safe place for them to play and for the community to gather. So it was kind of one of those life-changing trips that I took and off the back of that really came back to Australia and I could see there was this rise in the incidence of obesity and childhood illness that was food related and was on a mission I kind of vowed to create a business that could not only contribute directly to kids health through my interest in nutrition but also effect change and uh, create programs to improve social equity for children so I think that the seed was planted during that trip and from there spent about three years doing all the hard work researching the industry and coming up with a range of products before we launched.
0: Yeah and it's not an easy industry to crack is it?
1: No it's not and there's I I think perhaps in that there may have been a little bit of naivety as well. I um, loved the products that we created but we were up against some pretty big businesses so you know from the outset it was like this David and Goliath you know uh, we would pitch our products and we've been up against some pretty big brands but we're we're so proud of, you know, how we've managed to crack the industry and uh, have, you know, consumers behind us and on the journey with us.
0: And was the plan always to pursue an organic model?
1: It was, yeah. We just really felt looking at the food industry that products, particularly for children, were just Overprocessed, many of them marketed as healthy. And, you know, uh, big food companies were using all sorts of tactics to hook kids and mislead parents. And we just wanted to create and show that it was possible to create a really healthy range of products that was also good for the environment.
0: Yeah, because that must have been frustrating in the beginning because when you joined the organic kids market, there really wasn't that kind of strictness around labeling that there is now. People could just you know give something a name organic blah blah and parents would see organic whatever on the label and think oh I'm giving my kids delightful organic food but actually it just was organic name only.
1: (laughs) That's right I think when we started organic was very much on the fringes it was considered pretty hippie and then the industry went through the stage of it not being very well regulated so exactly that was happening from natural organic became the next big marketing tool and so we worked with Australian Certified Organic and just lobbied really hard for some regulation around the standard and also just building awareness around the certification logos to look for. But I think the industry has come a really
0: long way since. It's amazing to think that that education piece didn't exist until just a few years ago. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, so then tell me, what was the first product that you you launched with?
1: So the first product was just a little box of organic sultanas that were completely free from oils and from sulphides, so a very natural product. And that came about as a result of just seeing my nephew who struggled with severe asthma and allergies and his mum complaining that, you know, even something so simple was loaded with additives that were known to cause asthmatic reactions in children. So after meeting some organic growers locally, we decided, you know, even something so simple would just be a real support and help to parents.
0: And then you expanded the line. How was that process scaling from bringing out one product to then, you know, have many products in the market? What was that like for you? Yeah, we actually
1: initially launched with five products. So we developed a range and we went to the first organic expo in Sydney and that was really an opportunity for us to test the range. And so we met with, you know, parents, we met with retailers and we were amazed at how, you know, there was nothing like it. Parents were saying there was nothing like it. Kids were interacting with our brand and retailers immediately, you know, we had 60 retailers place orders. So we then had to go into setting about manufacturing the product and it took us a little while to turn it around. And we sort of went door by door and we built the market that way, knowing that at some point things would move mainstream and we just wanted to be ready for that. So we worked very closely with all of our suppliers and manufacturers. We had a really strong vision for the brand from the outset and I think sharing that with them, many of them have been on the journey with us now for 15 years and are so behind what we do and have supported us and assisted us to scale.
0: And how about COVID, how is that impacted you and the brand?
1: Yeah, COVID, it's been a really interesting time. We do a lot of business in food service and obviously we, you know, one of our big customers was also the airlines and doing all of their children's meals. So when that stopped, we lost a lot of revenue, but we also had a lot of stock we were sitting on. So we reached out to some major retailers in Australia that we weren't working with at the time and talked to them about how we were a small family business and we really wanted to support families through this time as well. So, you know, a number of them came on board and helped us sell through the stock. We also hadn't paid too much attention to e-commerce as a channel. We sort of were all consumed with our retail business, but we quickly, and I think this was off the back of just wanting to assist families, we struck up a partnership with a business called Kidsco who provide education now in the home. And so between them and us, we are able to provide education and good nutrition. We had probiotics that were going through to families and other products that we manufacture and uh, we found that our e-commerce sales actually really started to grow quite significantly to the point where, you know, we're looking quite seriously now at how we continue to grow and expand that.
0: And would that include like um, overseas expansion?
1: Yes, for sure. COVID has really brought to the fore a few things. I think People are starting to look at the environment. They're starting to look at choices they're making in in how they're purchasing foods, but also the health and nutrition of of their family and how uh, you know they can support good health and good nutrition. And I think we've had a lot of inquiries from Asia. Where our export business is growing, so we're doing a lot now offshore as well. We've just launched a, a really beautiful product that's uh, um, allergen free prebiotic it's a little smoothie drop that's completely clean it's only got three ingredients but that's proving really popular too
0: and how about the supermarket model are you surprised that you're now in a supermarket because I imagine it wasn't ever the the road you were planning to go
1: No, I think we always knew that things would move mainstream at some point, but it was really important to us that we built the brand at a grassroots level and build a really loyal and engaged customer base. And we were approached, I'd say, three or four times to go into the supermarkets. And you know, during those times, we had a good look and the volumes were there, but with organic supply chain, it would mean that the product wasn't competitively priced. So we sort of walked away thinking that at some point the timing would be right. And then and about five years ago, one of the supermarkets came to us and there were two women who were in a job share role who purchased our product elsewhere for their kids. And they sort of said to us, you know, what do we have to do to work with you? Your products are great. So at that point, we started discussions with them and we launched in. And, uh, you know, it was incredibly exciting, but we really, you know, we had to make sure we had everything right in terms of our systems, our processes that we were able to scale um, before we actually made the, the leap and did it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of logistics involved when you're dealing with a supermarket. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. So what would be the the biggest challenge and lesson that you've learnt along the way?
1: For us, it's always been about doing things differently, going up against the big food brands. I think that's been the biggest challenge, that we don't have the deep pockets, the you know huge marketing budgets that they have. So we've got to find really clever ways to get our message and our brand out there. But I think one thing that we do very differently is we are community based. And so we listen to our customers, we develop products with them and for them. And, you know, we support campaigns to improve children's health and the environment. And I think those things now are really, you know, starting to resonate with customers and showing that we are a brand that does things differently. And I think not having been from the food industry, it's been a steep learning curve, but at the same time, it's given us an ability to view the business in a different way and and think laterally and do things differently.
0: So does it all come back to that first trip that you made and remembering those kids and what you saw?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, during some really tough times, we've come back and questioned why we had created Whole Kids and our purpose is to help mums and dads create healthy, happy lives for their kids. And about five years ago, we started a partnership with Plan International where we have been delivering a percentage of uh, revenue, regardless of profit, to kids' health and, and environmental projects. And we had the opportunity in 2019, we were funding a project in Cambodia that was supporting children so that they were able to go to school and didn't have to drop out to feed their families. It was supporting them through a breakfast program and a school garden and it's, you know, since been seen as a benchmark in helping build sustainable communities around the world but I had the opportunity to travel there with my daughter and five of her other little um, counterparts in what was the first ever girl-led visit by an NGO to journey across, visit the project and, uh, you know, in a, in a child-led way to share learnings. And to me, that was the most incredible thing. It, it, you know, I found myself standing at one of the school gates looking ahead of me and there was my daughter and it was almost like I was back in Indonesia, yet I was here with my business and my, my daughter and life had almost come full circle. So I think for us, that's what really keeps us going through those tough
0: moments you speak about your daughter as well how was she impacted by that trip because I imagine for her it would have been quite eye-opening seeing how other kids live. It was incredible
1: because I think as adults we come with this lens that can be quite judgmental and the children who went on the trip it was really interesting in that they saw so much opportunity and so much richness in in the school garden and the project. They sort of said, you know, I wish our school was this big and had these beautiful gardens and you know, I think they realized that we can all make a difference, but for us it was really just broadening their perspective. I think they had the opportunity to do a home visit where they went to visit a little girl called GUI who was at the school and uh, she lived in, you know, her kitchen was outdoors. She lived in a house that was really just a, a wooden kind of shack and seeing that and um, talking to the girls about how, you know, education is just so important and how this program is really giving GUI an opportunity to all she wanted to do was become a Khmer teacher and she will go on to do that. And, you know, how we spoke to her mother about how she didn't have that that opportunity and all she wanted for her daughter was for her to, to experience literacy and get an education and I think the girls were really um, you know they took that with them they went back to their school they looked at ways that they could improve the school environment based on what they'd seen so it was just a fantastic shared learning experience for them.
0: So it always comes back to purpose and passion for you?
1: Absolutely, 100%. I couldn't do it otherwise, I don't think. And I think that's the beauty of having your own business is also to have that purpose, that passion, the vision, you know, and really seeing that come to life. It's so rewarding. And, you know, having a team that are just completely committed to that as well.
0: And you're part of Westpac's Business of Tomorrow Network. Can you tell me a bit about that?
1: So we were named in the Business of Tomorrow, the Top 20 Businesses of Tomorrow program in 2019, which was, it was huge. We had the opportunity to travel to the US and to visit some of the, you know, biggest businesses in the world and brightest minds in business. So we had an opportunity to meet Alan Blue, who was the founder of LinkedIn. We went to Airbnb and met the head of Safety and Trust, who was the ex-chief of staff um, serving to the CIA's, who served under President Obama. So some incredible minds, you know, and uh, in addition to that Westpac had a mentoring program. I think we identified that one of the biggest things for our business was growing awareness and that we were up against some of these big businesses with big marketing budgets. And so in addition to Mia Friedman at Mamma Mia, Westpac and uh, Mamma Mia put together an awareness program, which really got the brand out there and improved, you know, we could see the sales um, coming off the back of that through the supermarkets. And Westpac have been hugely supportive in terms of network as well. the 20 businesses of tomorrow are all incredibly close. and you know when COVID hit WestpaC reached out to see how they could support what they could do to assist us all. They for us have helped promote whole kids to employees through their business. In addition to the awareness campaign have been fantastic in looking at and working through funding requirements both personally and, and as a business. So it's been really amazing in terms of how WestpaC have supported and helped us scale in just so many ways.
0: Sounds like it also opened up this amazing support network for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's, you know, a range of different businesses and, you know, I think being an entrepreneur and when you're trying to scale a business and, you know, you're doing things so quickly, just having all of those um, others that are in it that are in different industries to kind of network with and support and, you know, celebrate wins has been, you know, one of the biggest things, benefits of being on that program really.
0: So would you recommend um, mentorship to people?
1: Yeah, for sure, I would. I think um, that's sort of my first experience with mentorship for so many years. We've been doing it alone and, you know, having someone there with so much experience to just bounce ideas off has been
0: really invaluable. Awesome. I think that's just about all I've got time for. So thank you so much for joining me today. It was really great to hear about the business and your journey and, Sounds like Onward and Upwards, and I can't wait to see what happens next and find you're conquering the world. (laughs) uh, That when we get to travel overseas again, the kids will be eating some of the whole kids' food from the plane. (laughs) Yes,
1: absolutely. We're on a bit of a mission. So, um, yeah, thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.